Welcome to Denim Talks, a Kingpin's podcast about all things denim. In this episode, Kingpin's founder Andrew Ola recently spoke with Shannon Mercer, CEO of FiberTrace, to discuss traceability tools to help brands gain insight into where their materials are coming from. Kingpin's is really pleased to have Shannon Mercer um, join us today. Shannon has kind of um, become an icon in our industry. And while I know him really, really well, the people listening, some of you might not know him. So um, Shannon, can you just tell um, a little bit about yourself, why you're here? Yeah, great. Thanks, Andrew. Um, my name's Shannon Mercer. I'm the CEO of Fibertrace. Um, to talk about the why I'm here, Fibertrace was formed back in about 2017 on the back of initial trials with the International Cotton Association to look at physical traceability of cotton. Um, the technology was developed from high security papers. So think of things like the US banknote, um, passports, um, and the technology was uh, formed to look at how we would adapt that to man-made and natural fibres. The tech is now patented across the US and EU, and we've got a global team. The team's expanded now working across R&D, software and business development to support the industry in its trans- transition to a to a transparent, traceable, traceable future. Thank you for that. Um, and tell me, what so there's these two terms that come out all the time, which is traceability and blockchain. Can you clarify what both of them are and how they affect each other? Sure. And this is this is a really good question and one that comes up a lot. Um, there's a lot of misrepresentation or lack of education, I would say, when it comes to blockchain and it's fit for purpose as a tool um, for traceability. And what I mean by that is for people to understand blockchain in its simplest form, it's a it's a database or a ledger that can't be erased. But the question comes, who audits that data to ensure that it's true and correct before it's forever uh, stamped on the blockchain to never be erased? So from this, we then start to look at our industry and the challenges that we've got with paper-based systems and then obviously the need for compliance coming from brands and ultimately the rise of certifications uh, that are attached to that. And then we look at um, the, the those compliance needs and ask the question, how does digitising this paper system of self-reported data um, actually solve the problem of true traceability? And it helps, but this is why fibre traces uh, form uh, what we look at connecting physical traceability and digital traceability to offer an end-to-end solution um, for brands uh, to be able to solve that problem uh, with traceability. You're preaching to the choir because I love the idea of traceability and the idea that we really know something is inside something like we do with the currency. Um, But how about consumers? Are they have any influence on the demand for traceability? And do you think there are going to be expectations from them? Yeah, look, when we talk about consumers, I think it's changed um, over over time in how they actually interact. And what I mean by that is when we look at consumers, um, you know, historically, they have various ethical drivers. You know, the most, most basic of those would be fit for purpose or safety. Um, but like safety, I think traceability is often being considered a given by consumers and therefore a responsibility for brands and governments. But when we look at consumers today and they start to question where their clothes come from, much in the same way that we saw with the emergence of food over the last five to 10 years, they start to look more around the ethical, environmental claims and their decisions that consumers make are much more 
um, what's the word? They're much more emotive in their purchasing decisions. And this is why I think we're seeing the demand for more transparency from band, uh, from brands being driven from the market. And how do you think that legislation um, is changing the way customers or companies and brands and retailers are dealing with traceability solutions? Oh, I think it's had a huge impact when we look at, you know, when we go back five years, we look at some of the first, even the first brands that sort of pioneered fibre trace and were sort of trailblazers in that space. They were looking at traceability and transparency uh, as part of their business as a given to actually, uh, you know, how they educate consumers and what they stood for as a business. But, you know, with the introduction of things like the French Duty of Vigilance Act in 2017 and more recently, um, you know, the changes around green labelling in Europe and even more recently the introduction of US regulations on the imports of goods from Xinjiang, you start to see companies, um, you know, uh, change their the level of importance, traceability and transparency has on their company. Okay. And the, what challenges do you think that the brands are going to have in adopting traceability solutions, why don't they do it? This is a, you know, this is a really good question. I think there's there's a few reasons. Getting, you know, more brands and manufacturers to take part in the first step of their traceability journey continues to be, you know, be a challenge. Um, you know, many of the customers that we talk to still don't know past tier one where where their manufacturing takes place, and then obviously the outsourcing from those from those companies to other companies, they have no true true insight into what happens, but it may seem like a, an obvious step, Then, but there's still a, quite a few barriers preventing some brands and manufacturers from making that commitment. You know, obviously there's the perceived cost, there's implementation, there's onboarding, there's data security, you know, and with FibreTrace, we've endeavoured to keep these elements front of mind throughout the creation of the product to ensure that you know, we can, we understand those issues and we create a solution that can support those challenges. How far do you think we are away from brands and retailers actually adopting um, true traceability? I think it's, I think it's coming um, at a rate of knots, Andrew. I think when we, when we look over the next sort of three, two to five years, I think, you know, with hundred percent certainty, I think we will see uh, traceability, uh, standardized to a point that it will just become part of business as usual. Um, I, every brand I talk to has a willingness to want to do it. It's just finding the path of least resistance for them to adopt it as part of their supply chain. Cool. That's good. And how has FiberTrace changed um, to meet all the demands? I mean, how do you, how do you intend to grow it? Yeah, I think, you know, this is, it's been an interesting evolution for the company as well. Um, you know, when we looked at what we, what we do and the business has actually evolved at that same time and now offers two solutions. One of those is FibreTrace Map, which is a digital chain of custody software platform that digitally tracks and maps products, certifications, purchase orders, shipping documentation and the like, and then uses blockchain to record those processes. Um, and then we offer, offer, obviously offer the second solution, um, which is FibreTrace Verified, which is the insertion of the FibreTrace uh, pigment into fibres and adds our painted physical traceability to the fibre in support of that digital platform. Um, when we talk about what that means, uh, you know, means to brands is that it allows the scalability um, of traceability because it then 
puts uh, the onus on the brand to make a decision on where they want to actually digitally trace and therefore can scale the solution. And the problem fibres that that they have uh, in their supply chain, they can elect to physically trace. But that allows them to make the decisions around which ones they want a physical versus, versus which ones they want a digital and allows them to scale across the industry. And that was an important uh, you know, dissection in the road for the fibre trace business and in terms of scalability to be able the brands to actually jump on. Um, and whether you're a very small brand or a large brand, we've given you the opportunity to jump on. And first of all, you know, we call it good, better, best. First of all, let's take the first step, jump on board the platform, map your supply chain, know where your supplies are, to look at the digital chain of custody and the volume reconciliation and how your fibres are moving forward. And then three, on your problematic fibres, you can elect to have the physical traceability. And I think if giving brands that opportunity to go one, two, three, um, you know, makes it a lot easier to adopt traceability within their systems. But fibre trace actually is is, a, is inserted in the fibre. How does that actually work in cotton? Sure, in cotton, uh, great question. Um, Cotton's obviously where we started. It's one of where we, one of the biggest problems occur in the industry in terms of blending. So the way that we uh, and it all depends on the on the fiber that you're adopting fiber trace to and how it's uh, applied. So with uh, cotton, what we do is we create a unique signature, and the way we do that is put uh, multiple pigments together and then give that signature to a provenance. So for example, Indian cotton, U.S. cotton. Australian cotton, some examples. And then what we do is when we create that signature, we convert that into a smart fibre which mimics cotton and then we add that into the ginning process. So what that does is it uniformly distributes the tracer in throughout the, the bale and then the bale then just goes through the normal processes. We want to go in as far as we can back to the farm so we can then um, have the provenance of the gin and therefore, you know, gins are usually located very, very close to the farm. So we can provide that level of provenance. And then adding it at the at the bale level ensures that nobody else in the supply chain needs to do anything different in what they've already already do on a day-to-day basis. And therefore, you know, it uh, moves the 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 friction in adopting traceability within the supply chain. So what that means at the end is that if it, if that cotton is has inserted fiber trace. Um, as it goes to the spinner, you can scan it and see where the spinner is because it shows the longitude and latitude. You can you can scan the garment. You can scan the garment twenty years later. You can you can forever know exactly where all the participants in the supply chain were located when it was made. Is that correct? Yeah, absolutely. It gives you date and timestamp of where they are. Um, one of the the benefits of utilizing fiber trace, which was you know this came out sort of after 12 months that we we came into the business and we started to look at a shift from traceability into then circularity, um, we started looking at doing tests on the on the longevity of the product. And what we found is we we did burn tests on garments and actually within the within the ashes you could still pick up fiber trace. So why this is important for brands is as the emergence of take back schemes and secondhand markets, et cetera, et cetera, uh, start to emerge in the marketplace having a traceability solution like fiber trace embedded uh, that never washes out ensures that those schemes can actually then start to look at, you know, the amount of fiber that you bring back into your business. Um, and then you can start to report against your environmental P&Ls, et cetera. So that's, you know, when you look at where traceability is heading, it just doesn't start and finish at, at, the, at the consumer good. 
it has that second life and fiber traces is a product that that can support that uh that part of the industry as well all right well i think that um there's a lot of information to to absorb that you've passed i really appreciate your time kingpins appreciates your time and uh, we look forward to see you at the show look forward to seeing you at the show thank you